Hey there, this is Cambrio from cambriomusic.com, and today I've got a really fun interview with Moscow Apartments. They're a folk rock duo from Toronto with some great stories, so let's get started. How are you? How's, how are you doing? Okay, how was your uh, Zoom uh, single stuff with your songs? Um, it was good. It's doing zoom calls is kind of like or zoom performances i guess is kind of weird because like you're performing to people but no one's like physically there with you and so it feels like i don't know it feels weird (laughs) is it almost like compared to like you know when people in the room how does it feel it feels like i'm playing it feels like we're playing alone but everybody cares a lot it's different because like we interact not not like in a cool performing way but we just like talk to the audience members while playing a lot and so yeah. it's weird to not have that kind of reaction yeah um, yeah. yeah it's hard for no one no one bounces off of us there's no yeah laughing. yeah i think even you two mentioned that you met billy eilish at one point is that true yes we did that's a lie oh really <laughs> i'm joking no, no, no. yeah we so did nice. She was really nice. It was really great. We got we got to bring all of our friends to the show for free. Yeah, she was yeah. really cool. Her mom yeah. was really nice too. On yeah, birthday. it's really I'm funny. Good. For my birthday, Pascal posted a picture of uh, with Billie Eilish, but cropped Billie Eilish out of the picture. Oh wow! But I have a really small Instagram. That wasn't on the band Instagram. No, it wasn't. It was just. It was really funny because you could kind of tell it. Everyone was like, "Is that Billie Eilish?" And Pascal was like. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal, right? It wasn't in the picture. It was just kind of a flex. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. It was really yeah, cool to meet her. Yeah, she was cool. I think she said the same sort of things. Like, she was playing some clubs, and then a few of the songs hit, and now she's in stadiums. And it's just so different, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, her life must be tough. But I think she does have her family around. Like, the parents and brother are really yeah, tight. Yeah, they go on tour with her. It's awesome. And her parents come on tour with her and stuff. Yeah, we got to meet them. Like, they're, like, part of her touring crew. It's really cute. It must kind of well, keep grounded a bit. We have the same booking agent in America as her. So yeah, that's why we have the same booking agent. So we luckily, that's how we managed to meet her. It was really awesome. cool. Yeah. So you know that, like, the, the real life, kind of like small community stuff that got, that's important to you guys? Yeah. Yeah. How does that compare, like, with the virtual stuff? I think you mentioned it already compared to the real life. Well, um, well I, me and Bridget were talking about it a bit, like, about how, like, you know, it's hard, especially for musicians, because, like, we're coming out with an album, and, like, right before the album came out, like, we had to cancel our shows because of the coronavirus. And it's, like, you you can't like the exposure we would have gotten from playing is like it's so different than being online you know it's not really something that you can replace like what I've learned from the coronavirus is that like human contact can't be like you can't replace that with a computer like it's something that's very especially because neither me or Pascal are are social media savvy oh yeah we both like have pretty small personal Instagrams and so it's like definitely kind of a weird a new experience for us to try to be reaching out to so many people this often through it um um 
I think you guys talked about indie rock and kind of some of your influences, but do you mm -hmm. have any influences people might be surprised by? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sure. yeah. Well, can we, uh, wait, can we do them for each other? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. Bridget, um, she's really into, ex she's really into music about birds. <laughs> okay. Do you love, if the song is about a bird, a That's rap a song, song, folk song, like, she's listening to it. She's into it. She's lying. She's lying. That's not true. You love songs about birds. That's not true. I listen to one rap song about birds, okay? Oh, my. Well, you have that. Well, what about the album you, you have of just bird sounds? I don't just listen to that. It was a gift. Um, well, fine. Pascal's really into metal. Oh, yeah? Which yeah. I don't know what expect. Well, I'm not really into metal as much as just, like, hardcore and punk and stuff. Okay, you went, you went through, like, a month-long phase where you were into metal. Yeah, metal's cool. I, I still listen to a lot of those bands. Like, any, which bands are you talking about? Like, Canadian people or just anyone? Well, I was listening to, um, I don't, a lot of them are, are American, like, um, Nails, high, I was listening to Higher and Fire, and then Cannibal Corpse for a bit. I was into, like, metal about, like, role-playing. There's, like, a lot of, like, role-playing metal. Like, oh yeah yeah and like like nerd but i'm not really into that but the people that play the music are so weird and it's just dope <laughs> and you know uh have you heard of twilight force by any chance no i haven't so twilight force they wear the costumes on stage they're elves oh then oh. do you know do you know not i forget what they're called they're like called like narb or narg or something okay yeah yeah there's See, I'm making up these band names, and I have no idea. Yeah, there's a genre called pirate metal. You ever heard of that? No, I haven't. So there's a band, and I'll try and send it to you. They're pirate metal. They have these giant inflatable ducks on stage. Oh, oh hell wow. That's they, so cool. And they almost caused a worldwide shortage on, on inflatable ducks because they had all of them. <laughs> like, the one in, what about, like the one in the harbor front. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like the massive ones. I don't yeah, know. Really I really want to. I want to. Have you heard of baby metal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I wasn't sure that was like a real thing at first. They're not like I don't know. They're like real metal, but like, well, they do. They definitely like incorporate a lot of metal things. But like, I like how I really like metal. Just well, I'm not that into it, but like, I like how all sorts of people are into it and there are so many different kinds of like hard music and it's actually so like hard music is so like it's so divided in lots of ways like people that are like that listen to some kinds of music don't fuck with other kinds of music and like I think that's kind of dumb because like I find it so weird we have so many friends who are so like defined by genre and like you'll yeah. talk about them they're like oh what genre I'm like I have no idea because I mean I think both of us do this but I think me a little bit more like I literally don't pay attention to genres at all right genres don't matter yeah like you um yeah. do you know rina sawayama what's it oh. again do you know rina sawayama i don't think so no oh my I, god I, she's I, so good i think she would technically be like a pop artist but i remember mixed with hard and nightcore yeah okay. no 
like I, they were playing one of her songs on NPR and I turned it up and I was like to my mom I was like oh my god this is one of my favorite pop artists and she just looked at me she was like this isn't pop okay and I was like, oh, it is. but but then like this so song cool. really cool. yeah she combines like dark pop with like Britney Spears style music with like metal riffs it's fucking awesome and it's so she has the oh my god she just released a new album and it's doing really well yeah I think she's a big influence for me which is like weird because it's pretty it's pretty different from what we play but well you're really Bridget's really influenced by like because I know that you really like bedroom pop too and like all kinds of different like pop as well because pop is a really like oh my god People shit on pop, but pop is such like pop is awesome. Like, pop is like, awesome. And pop doesn't just sound like one thing. There's so many different kinds yeah. of pop. There. I think I especially just like any music that blends genres. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like just my favorite thing. Like um, HMLTD. Right. Yeah. Like I just love how they kind of just blend like everything. So that's like I don't know. It's not that like idols too, one. right? Pardon? You're you're and then you like pop punk. Yeah, not pop punk. Sorry, post punk. Post punk. Yeah, I really like post punk too. I don't know. I just really like stuff that like blends genres and like I feel like that's kind of evident in our music. Sorry, we're like completely getting off. No, keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think you can kind of tell because like obviously like we're clearly have like folk influences and like indie influences. Right. But like, but like I feel like you can't just say like oh we're a folk band or a pop band. Yeah, I think we definitely like kind of straddle a bunch of different styles and like I just really like love any music that's like that I guess. Do you know have you heard the singer Poppy at all? Yes. Yeah so she yeah. had like a hard metal uh, album recently. Don't yeah. get me started on Poppy. I have Poppy. To, I, I believe that there's conspiracy theories about her and I believe them so. Well the thing is she's an she, internet icon. She had a manager and apparently not anymore, but he was kind of created this character uh, previously, someone said. I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah I remember watching oh, her videos before she re- released I love conspiracy theories. Yeah, and then there was a movie recently, like, um, now, now I'm getting off track. Blumhouse, <laughs> they're like a horror movie company. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then they put out a movie called, like, Valentine. It, it kind of sounds like the same storyline. I don't know if it's, if it's them or what. I've, I've seen people talking about that online. I've been meaning to check it out because of that, but I'm not sure. Bridget's into movies, too. Um, How about soundtracks? Do you have any favorites? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, okay, Rocky wait a minute. Horror, Grease. <laughs> You're just talking about musicals. Um, oh. Wicked. That I really like, it's kind of like ambient, but we were watching it recently, The um, Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the soundtrack in that one. I just think the score is really cool. The Truman uh, Show soundtrack is really nice, too. I don't like, know. I all... like a lot of TV show soundtracks, I guess. Like, this is okay. a weird thing, but, like, I don't watch it anymore, but Grey's Anatomy has always had some really good music uh, placement in it. Yeah, Fun yeah. Fact, I would just be, like, watching it, and it would be, like, like Regina Spector and Metric, and I just thought that was cool because they were, like, putting not super mainstream uh bands in a pretty mainstream show but that one had a good soundtrack Bridget, have you yeah. seen have you seen never have i ever yeah i just started it today it's Which mindy that? kaling's it's mindy kaling's new show on netflix and it has the best soundtrack ever it has like like all like 
kind of independent bands that are really cool are in the soundtrack, and it's just really dope. Yeah. Oh, you know what movie has an amazing soundtrack? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm forgetting what it's called. It's not like an amazing movie, but it was a movie that came out uh, recently with Lakeith, Lakeith, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know actors better than I do. Oh my Stanfield? god. Yeah, it was Lakeith Stanfield and Gina Rodriguez. It was a Netflix movie, and the soundtrack was so good. It's like, that's how I found out about Lizzo, like a month or two before she like flew up. Okay. Oh yeah. I can't remember. That's not you know, there's one movie that I really like, but the soundtrack is. I. Uh, <laughs> what movie? It's the, one with, it's the one with Sean Stevens. The one that's all Sean Stevens is Timothy Chalamet. What's that? Oh, call me by your name. No, no, no. That soundtrack's really good. What? I hate. Oh, I don't like it. No, Sean Stevens. Sufjan Stevens' voice gives, gives me the same reaction that, like, people have to ASMR. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're, we're really not going to No, no, please, keep, keep doing it. How about um, 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 The Wedding Singer? Have you seen that? No, I haven't. What's that? Okay, I have so, seen The Wedding Singer. I have it so good. Wait, with Andy Sandberg where he sings in the weddings? So there's an old one. It's um, Adam Andy Sandler. Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Adam Sandler movies. This is like a 20-plus-year-old movie, but that's I love this movie. You got you to find. It's got all the classics there. Ugh. I like the, um, my dad, my dad showed me the soundtrack to, um, what's it, didn't The Who write, uh, um, uh, what's it called, a rock, rock opera? Yeah, they had a couple, I think. Well, when I was younger, my dad just had, like, a song saved on his really old iPod from The Who rock opera, and, like, and so I was into that soundtrack, but I've never seen it before. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know if that counts. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> it's like the um, it's called Quadrophilia or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that one. Yeah, that's oh, a good I'm one. So I know there are so many movies which soundtracks I love, but I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. Have any like concert films? Have you seen any of those or like uh, documentaries? Yeah. Um, well, actually, um, our manager directed or produced. I don't know. Directed. Um, a concert film of Metric, okay, mm -hmm. which was amazing. We got to see it in theaters. It was really cool. Really uh, what else? One I haven't seen yet, but I really want to, is there's that movie that takes place at a Broken Social Scene concert. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I want to see that one so bad. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. Nice. Um, uh, I'm trying to, I definitely know. The last, the last Wolf one, is that, what's it called? The Taylor no. Swift documentary is oh so God. good. It's proud. so good, Cam. The Taylor Swift yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. is iconic. Yeah, we both love it. Um, what is it? This last <laughs> wolf, the last wolf. It's like the show, and it had like yeah, the band, Neil, right? Yeah, it had the band Neil Young, Joni Mitchell. I forget what it's called, but uh, my mom has been showing me clips from that movie since I was really little. So I love that. And then that and we went to the twenty or the ten year anniversary. Three, like member bridge the broken social scene played up oh yeah yeah it's true Amazing. anyway yeah sorry Amazing. we can stop just like rambling about movies no it's fantastic um what are some of your like uh well you mentioned taylor swift who are some like if you could choose anyone to collaborate with like who would it be do you think vincent what's that 
St. Vincent, man. Okay. She's awesome. Did you see um, she had an album with a guy named David Byrne? Yeah, I've heard some of it. It's really good. I actually, I got to see them. Uh, I don't know if David Byrne played, but I got to see St. Vincent do some of that album when I was like 10 or something. Right, right, right. Uh, they did like a free concert downtown or something. Anyway, it was really cool. It's weird because we both love Joni Mitchell, but I don't think either of us would ever want to work with her. Um, just because we both look up to her so much. Right. Uh, and have since we were really little. Um, I mean, the thing is, we've gotten to work with a lot of artists that we really look up to. Like the Good Lovelies. Um, we've done some writing with Kevin Drew, which was really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it was funny because Pascal wasn't really like raised on broken social scene, but I was. And so the first time we did a writing session, she like made sure not to listen to his music on purpose because she was like, one of us needs to be chill about this. And I know, Bridget, you're going to freak out. <laughs> so she just walked in and was like, I don't know. I haven't listened to your music. This is no big deal. She didn't say that to him. But uh, yeah, but we got to work with him, which was really cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other. Definitely Taylor Swift, just because it's Taylor Swift. And we love her. Just based on your songs, the, the video for Annie is pretty interesting. Yeah. And I think you said, even at the beginning here, you don't really have a big Instagram thing, but how do you think platforms like that kind of affect body image? Um, I mean, I, I definitely think they do. I think they do both positively and negatively, because I think, like, there's a lot of effort to, like, combat the negative body image stuff on social media with people like running lots of like body positivity accounts and like a lot of like body positive brands have like started out on social media and stuff but also like yeah it can just be so negative just because people want to like promote their best self and like unfortunately people often think that their best self is you know sticks in so mm -hmm. it's definitely do you have any like favorite concert experiences like that you've ever been to pardon do you have any favorite concert experiences you've been to uh yeah i i can say one for sure that both me and pascal loved was well saint vincent we both loved that one um but just when we were starting out i think it was like the summer after grade eight so like a while ago for us um i got tickets to go to field trip and uh this was like when i was in a different band and so my other band had played at field trip and so i got tickets and i brought pascal and we went to see phoenix yeah yeah and they are amazing live like it was oh my god it was so great we were both like i think it was one of our favorite concert memories ever and it was one that we both w went to and it's funny because we both like like their music but it just like can't do justice to their live show which was just yeah they're the french band right yeah i think they're french yeah but their songs are in english mostly but they're yeah they're just holy cow they were they were so good live uh we got to see heart which was pretty cool oh really yeah it was actually my second time seeing them um but that was a really cool experience just because you know they're like awesome female rockers we were just talking about some of our favorite live concert experiences and i was talking about the phoenix show oh my god <laughs> yeah. you little rascal 
What? <laughs> what does that mean? That's a that was the one at um at the at Field Trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was like one of the first shows we went together. We went to together like just me and you hangouts. Yeah, I know. I felt like a real cool teenager. <laughs> yeah, like a guy in the audience passed us a joint. We felt really cool. And then <laughs> and it was like a a light show and it was so cool. It was amazing. Yeah. Spice play too. And oh my god, I still I literally thought about that day yesterday. Oh yeah, no, it was so great. It was like was one so of the best shows ever. Uh I'm yeah. trying to think of so other... that summer was so nice. I mean, we had, really fun, we had a really fun festival Feist. experience. We got to see Feist twice that summer. It's at, true, yeah. Like, we went to Winnipeg Folk Festival, and we got, like, right we up saw to the Big Thief. Oh, yeah. We saw oh. Big Thief there, too, and, um, oh, my God, that's definitely one of the best yeah. experiences, seeing well, Big Thief. Remember the photos I got from the Feist show? I brought my, like, zoom lens, and they didn't take it away from me, so I, like, got some really good photos that night. That was insane. Like, oh, yeah. One of the oh, best oh the Born Ruffians show. We opened for the Born Ruffians at a festival. Oh my God. And then we technically weren't supposed to stay, but the venue let us, even though we were underage. And we got like right up to the front. And then they let us come on stage on the last song. Oh, it was amazing. And awesome. then I don't know if you know, these are kind of like teenager bands, but when. Me and Bridget, when I was in the ninth grade and Bridget was in the eighth grade, we went to go see, um, like, the A-listers, which are now called the Fadeaways. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. You know them, they're super, and they went to Rosedale, um, and we know a few of the guys in that band, and Lois Lane, <laughs> which was another band from Rosedale, and Ricochet, and they all played at the D-Beatstro before it closed down, and me and Bridget went there, um, and it was... We felt so cool, and we, like, oh, got in the I almost toppled the speaker. Yeah, like, we got in the push pit, and we were, like, pushing around, and we were, like, we're teenagers. <laughs> but that was a fun show. Well, it's funny fun you mentioned that. The guy who ran that place is one of my best friends, actually. Oh, really? That's so cool. I, miss I really miss it. so much. I can't yeah. walk by there without feeling, like, sad, because we had so many good times there. Yeah. You know what, artists? Yeah, go ahead. You know an artist named um, Jeff Rosenstock, by any chance? He's like a... I don't think so. That sounds familiar. Well, he's in, he was in a few bands, like a pop punk or whatever you want to call it. One was called Arrogant Sons of Bitches. Okay, cool. And um, he was in Toronto for one day, and he just kind of tweeted out, I want to play a show. And someone mentioned Deep Beach Show, and he was there like in an hour. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And he just, like, showed up and, and they gave him a guitar. And it was, like, one of their best, like, crazy things that happened there. Oh, that place is great. Yeah. I remember whenever you'd get, like, a like a teen mosh pit going, the floor would feel like it was going to cave in. And there was this yeah. one hole in the floor where you could see the basement. Mm -hmm. It was so sick. I literally, I remember we also used to go, these are places we don't go to anymore um, because no one, really plays that many shows anymore but like we went to the boat too oh my god I also felt like such a cool teenager <laughs> going to the boat for the first time oh my god the boat was so cool and then like, like so many of the like smaller DIY venues have shut down and it makes me so sad yeah I, we, I remember when we went to the Smiling Buddha to see Pins and Needles too oh yeah that was fun 
Oh, sorry. There are just so many good shows. This is the thing. We'll go completely off topic, so. No, please do it. Do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, the first time me and Pascal hung out outside of when we were, like, kids, um, because we were friends when we were kids, and then we stopped talking, and then we became friends again when I was in middle school, and she was in grade nine. The first time we hung out was at uh, the Smiling Buddha with another one of my friends, and I was too shy to ask Pascal to hang out, so I sent her an invitation and then lied and said that it, I meant to send it to someone else, but then I was like, you can come if you want. What? I know that. I knew that. It just, that's so funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's so cool. I can't just ask her if she wants to hang out. You guys have played some Pride events, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Do you think it's important to have some, like, to be an activist or kind of have that in your in your mind or when you're writing music? Oh, totally. It's so important. Like, if people aren't using their platform for good and to help other people, then it's like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens kind of naturally, too. Like, it's not even, like, a necessarily a choice for us. It's just, like, we, we're activists, and so obviously that's going to show up in our music. Because that's who we are. Yeah. Have you ever had any, like, reservations about a song or about lyrics or how, like, something might sound to people at all? Yeah. Totally. Uh, I think, well, I think for me, like, New Girl, mm, if there's some reservations, um, just because it's about, like, rape culture and catcalling, that's mm-hmm. not a song that's out yet, but it's going to be soon. Okay. Um, and there's definitely some lyrics in there where I was like, oh, do I want to say that? But I did. We did. So Yeah. It's also, there are lots of songs, like, talking about, like, where we talk about really personal things. Like, in Annie, like, I, like, have, like, issues with body image. And, like, I don't want to speak for Bridget either. But, like, I'm sure she has, like, stuff to say about that, too. And, like, I mean, what singing. <laughs> part, yeah, like, literally. And, like. I and it, at first it was really scary to play that song because I didn't know what people would think once they like heard what the song is about but like yeah. when you but like people really liked it and like the amount of people that like are really uplifted by that song right right yeah. for whatever meaning is insane it's so worth it the first time my grandma heard it and she like gave me a big hug and was like crying afterwards and was like I had trouble like with that kind of stuff when I was a teenager and it just like made me feel really close to my grandma and like it clearly like made her emotional I was like okay no no we can totally sing this that's amazing yeah yeah and like also like our friends that hear the song and coming up to us and like you can be friends with someone and like they would never tell you that they've struggled with something like that but like once we put it out there like people just started coming to us and like kind of opening up about their own issues with their body and eating and like it's just really, it's really cool that, like, that, like, just by talking about something that was scary, like, we can bring people together, so. Yeah. An, do you have any other goals? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. It's all good. Continue. Do you have any other goals in terms of what you kind of want, it, what, what you want the band to be? Um, I guess we want to release another EP, but I don't think that, like, what do you think, Bridget? We want to keep it fun, and we want to keep it genuine. Yes, always. I think those are our goals. Have you ever read any, any reviews of your stuff? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have. How's that go? We've gotten a few reviews. <laughs> I've ones, 
and I've read bad ones. People have said, like, mean things about us. Not through reviews. That's not true. There have been a couple pretty negative reviews. Oh, yeah, but you just, like, kind of, like, you kind of laugh them off. Like, me and Bridget, yeah. like, we're so used to people kind of, like, shitting, not, like, shitting on us, but, like, you go to high school and people, like, are so mean there. Yeah. And it's, like, when people are mean to us in real life, like, <laughs> like, about music, I'm, like, well, I'm just doing something that I enjoy and, like, I'm not, we're not hurting anybody. And honestly, I think bad reviews are for sad people and like there might be yeah. some je- there might be some jealousy there too yeah yeah <laughs> probably we're pretty awesome so <laughs> yeah, there's also been amazing reviews though like it's really yeah it's there cool, have been some cool to see both i guess yeah i think a lot of we've gotten like a few times that like um we're ignorant <laughs> that's weird I mean, no. but is it a lie, though? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, thank you for the information. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> if any independent artist asks how to get seen, what would you say to grow a fan base? Oh, I have um, no idea. <laughs> actually, I have been asked this question. And I think that you need to find your niche. You need to find, like, find something about yourself that you think speaks to yourself and that you think that other people could also identify with. Like, I would say that me and Bridget's niche is that we're, like, you know, like, young girls who just write songs about whatever we want. Like, that's kind of just our niche. I don't know. But, like, and we also started out in singer-songwriter category, like, specifically in folk. And so we were able to grow in that circle first. Yeah, and so I guess people are so supportive. Finding a community and finding your niche are two, like, important things, like, yeah. that I think that would be good for some Like, hard work. And honestly, a lot of it's luck, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know everyone hates to hear that, but, like, we've just been so lucky to, like, run into and, like, befriend, like, the right people um, through our hard work, and honestly, like, that's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Where is kind of, like, the coolest places you've played that you didn't never expect it would happen? I'm trying to think of a few places. Oh, yeah. We were on a Jumbotron, and that was sick. Where was that? That was crazy. Ottawa Blues Fest. It's like, okay. a, yeah, it's like super big Ottawa festival. Our trailer was right next to Pups. Um, oh my God, that was so cool. They invited us to hang out in their trailer, but we were all way too scared because like we've been listening to their music for years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that one was really cool because like, yeah, uh, we, we got, we played, we played in this Ottawa. burlesque club in Montreal. We, <laughs> That was with, so weird. That with was like cool. Jehovah's, so with like literal people from cults. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! And like their cult leader came, and it was really weird. And like, they're like, <laughs> no, not cult leader Pascal. They're, they're patriarch. <laughs> they're spiritual wait, this, leader. This wait, wait, you gotta tell me. Wait, what was this group? Do you know? No, no but they were like, there were these Montreal anglophones. Okay. That were really protective about being like Christian and also anglophones, but yeah. also from Montreal. It was very weird. What was the thing? They found their niche. <laughs> I don't know. It was like some random like it was like a club. It was really close to where all of the like Hasidic Jewish like the communities are. It was like literally blocked from the really big like Hasidic community in Montreal. Yeah. I yeah. can't like 
it was really close to there, but I don't know the streets. What did that guy look like? The leader guy? Was he like in a weird outfit or what? No, he looks like a normal guy. Because we we got there and they were and we're like, so do you guys know each other? Have you played shows together? Because there are two people going on before us, and they're like, well, we were homeschooled and we grew up in this community together, and we've always played together, like in front of our community, and we're like, okay, yeah, it was weird. Um, I think in terms of it was cool to play the Phoenix. That was oh cool. Oh my god, that was so cool. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, even playing the bird off. Looking forwards to playing, and that we got canceled is we were gonna play uh, in Ontario. Sorry, at Ontario Place on the WestJet stage. Oh yeah. Ugh. I was really looking forward to that because I have. Um, do you know the hidden cameras? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one of my mom's really good friends is like, well, actually, she has multiple good friends in that band, and they've played there, and I've grown up listening to Broken Social Scene, and they've played there, so, like, I've just, like, seen so many artists on the WestJet stage, and I was really looking forward to playing there, but, unfortunately, COVID has canceled that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, in terms but of, the, like, Canadian artists, are those your favorites you, you could think of? Uh, yeah, um, I, mean, oh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> mine, all, like, off the bat would be, like, Joni Mitchell, um, yeah. like and um, Buffy Saint Marie. She's great. Um, Bruce Coburn, love him. Bridget, ah, now she's Feist, Broken Sofascin, Metric, um, Stars, Stars, like literally so, so many good bands. Like, what do we put in the water in this country, man? I don't know. This breed and all these sick musicians, these awesome musicians. Havaya Mighty, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she's so cool. Tayshi, I think it's pronounced. T-E-R, I don't know. There's so many good ones. We don't like Drake. It makes me mad that Drake is the representative. He's like basically like Canada's representative above Trudeau. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just not a big Drake fan. I'm not into it. I have to say a couple of the songs are definitely like on my top guilty pleasure list. So, like Passion Fruit. I'm sorry, that song is great. <laughs> you know what? He can put out a banger. He can, you know, he knows how to. He knows how to make the bangers. But like, I just don't know if I vibe with him on a personal level. Like, yeah, I just don't know, man. It may sound random, but are you into uh, ska music at all? You know. You know, we I do know a few. Um, Bridget, what was that one Canadian scobbin that your mom is really into? And we met Gus, and he was in it. Bob and Morgenthaler. Say it again. Me, mom, Morgenthaler, I think they're called. Okay. <laughs> they're really good. They're, they're, good. Yeah, they're cool. Um, well, they this is a funny name. Band, and they're not ska, but um they're like another young band from like the toronto area ricochet they're definitely like scott influence oh yeah they have lots like, of, a lot of their songs have like kind of like a reggae breakdown in them which is cool yeah because you but, mentioned yeah. pop and the, the the lead guy started in a ska band like 10 years ago oh shit oh, really wow. that's cool yeah i can send sense. you i can send you their stuff and then i know there's the, a lot of ska crossover with pop punk so yeah makes of course. Sense. yeah yeah it's been awesome so uh anything else you want to plug or put out there um, we have music coming out on May 6th. Okay. Um, yeah, there, we have a single coming out. And I think another one on the 8th, maybe? On the 8th, yeah, two days later, we have another single coming out. Cool.
That was my interview with Moscow Apartments, the fantastic Toronto folk rock duo. If you're into their music, I've got a review on my site as well at cambriomusic.com. And if you like what you hear there, please check out their music wherever you get yours. Thanks so much and come back next time.